On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we've got Super Bowl coverage for you, finally. we got a little All-Star Weekend coverage, NCAA basketball, high school, big deal, no thing, and so much more. Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's easy like your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back, welcome back to It's been a long time, shouldn't have left you without a dope beat to step to As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net Or to be a part of the show, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube There's one more, TikTok, at Carolina Sports Talk Listen, it's been so long since I did it, man. I almost forgot what how to do it. You know what I'm saying? You got to act like I'm doing it, like I'm doing it. I ain't never done it before. As always, welcome in my main man and yours, DJ Highstar, representing my dog. What's good, bro? Good. And What's good? What's going on? What's going on? Man, we out here, Bubba. Dog, long time no uh, no podcast, man. How you been? What's, what's, what's life been treating you like, man? That's it sounds is this deja vu? <laughs> I, that's the only thing. That's the, you know, whatever, bro. Just that just that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We we'll keep the fourth wall up right now, but <laughs> don't 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 throw that over here, brother buddy. All right? You know, t- listen, I'm asking how my guy has been. Let the fans know who have not heard from you at all in February, not by any accord of your own. Or by any accord of my own, perhaps. I'm saying we're not going to place the blame on anybody. We're just going to say the fans ain't heard from you. So let them know what you've been up to, man. How's work? How's life? What's in, new in the world of DJ High Star, man? Way to deflect. But um, <laughs> nah, man, I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this guy here. Yeah. opening grand closing. Exactly, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing ready, well. I'm Thanks preparing for, for this next season. Time so, is going by so fast. It seems like this first quarter, if you blink, is going to be over. So get your your affairs in order and all of your, you know, yearly, like, medium to big purchases out, like, started mm-hmm. at least, right? Like, if you're taking trips or whatever like that, is mm-hmm. if you haven't started planning yet, it's probably a little too late. Yeah, big facts. Uh, a lot is going on, like you said. It's already March almost right here, man. Shout out to everybody celebrating Black History Month. You know what I mean? <laughs> Around here, we keep it Black 365, but nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? Those who choose to celebrate it for the 29 days this month, uh, or this year rather, then shout out to them, man. We will actually at the end, because uh, I said it back in February 1st before, you know. We didn't record for the whole month. Uh, I said that we would be spotlighting black history moments in sports. And I do have a figure that we're going to highlight with this episode. So once uh, we wrap things up with Big Deal No Thing, we'll do a little bit of that highlighting. But 
Without further ado, let's jump into some sports. We did miss the Super Bowl, uh, so we'll start off as we typically do with a little NFL. The Super Bowl did take place with the San Francisco 49ers falling to the Kansas City Chiefs 22-25, to the final in overtime, only the second overtime Super Bowl that has ever been played. Um, we won't get into the recap of the actual game itself, but I want to do I do want to ask you, bro, what what were your thoughts? I kind of if you can jump in your time machine. We were together. Uh, what, what was my recap of the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of stood out uh, to you my, from my that? My biggest takeaway from the game. Uh huh. The curse is alive. <laughs> it's alive and well until you do right by calling right. Kaepernick. Yeah, cue the color purple. All of that, exactly, bro. Exactly. Now, I hate to say it, and if you think about it prior to, I was a proponent for San Fran winning because of Christian McCaffrey, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, Same things ditto. like that. Debo and also, and, Jim, and also, the, huh? I say I was too. Javon Kenlaw, uh, Debo right. Samuel. So, but also, oh, shot. Yeah, I, I want to bring that up though. A lot of the Carolina kids that was in there, but, um, the contrarian or the anti Darlene Connor that I am, <laughs> I definitely wanted to see, you know, you know, I just wanted to see it spread out a little bit, the love spread. But as soon as it finished up, my somewhere in my head, all I heard was, exactly. <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Listen, and I was it, like, yeah, it, it makes sense for them to lose. All right. I, I saw a, a crazy stat not long after the Super Bowl that said, I think it was something like 46% of all Super Bowls have been won by 10 quarterbacks. And if you think about Brady, who has seven. Exactly. I was just about to say, Tom Brady got a majority of them things. Brady got seven of them. Bradshaw has four. Um, Mahomes now has three. Aikman has three. Steve Young has three. And so if you start counting up all of these quarterbacks who have multiples, 46% of all of the Super Bowls have been won by 10 quarterbacks quarterbacks that is wild so, to me so very quick because it's not on the outline or anything like that but very quick answer from you mm-hmm. so cam had some validity in his game manager versus game changer conversation or absolutely but here's the thing that i, I will say that if you listen to the conversation that he had with warren sap um he completely yeah. explained what he exactly. meant by that. And, so, I'm sorry to cut you off, bro, but did you get that prior to him having an interview with Warren Sapp? Like, did yes. that? Did, exactly. That's a thing. Yes. But go ahead. Because go ahead. <laughs> Warren Sapp was like, voila. Oh, like, he had a moment. Like, but, oh. see, be, but that's because Warren Sapp didn't listen to the actual conversation or even exactly. take a second to think of it. Somebody said it. they read something to him or he read it or somebody said something and being it's a hot big. button try, eggs blackly. He just jumped on it, paused, and wanted to defend or, oh, rah, rah, rah. bruh. A game manager is a game manager. Tom Brady is the greatest game manager of all time. Now, the other side of that and the caveat, even with the consideration of what we call game changers and game managers, a bunch of the game managers will win because all they have Absolutely. to do is manage because their teams are in a position to be dominant defensively, to run the ball, be balanced, and not expect too much of your quarterback. Relying on a game manager has you like what we were in 2015, sad face when your game man or your game changer doesn't change the game. Doesn't when they doesn't show it doesn't up. change the game. Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't do that extra 
because it's exclusive over the top. Exactly. Because it's exclusively relying on their abilities as opposed to the team orientation and or everybody do your job. You're waiting on this one guy to pick up and get to the next level. It's similar in basketball. Like when LeBron and them talking about, oh, we're getting into playoff mode. Bro, stay in playoff mode. Right. Absolutely. You know, so I mean? with Lamar Jackson, did he come in, in certain ways? Did he revert out of game changer mode into game manager during a loss? To me, I think that that was just the the result of a really effective game plan um, against him. Against him, exactly. Because even listening to some of the defensive um, players for the Kansas City Chief afterwards in interviews, they talked about how they threw six and seven different coverages per play, not per play, but per series at him to confuse him. Lamar Jackson has never been the absolute most accurate passer. But then you also change up. If he studied and prepared for one thing, expecting something from you, and you've now completely changed what you've done, it throws them off. We know that NFL players are creatures of habit. They study. They, they look for trends. They look for anything to be able to put themselves in a position to get an edge. And if you give them that kind of preparation, looking and expecting and planning for one thing, and then completely flip that on the head you're going to throw them off. And so I think that's exactly what happened to him. So it's not so much about him turning into a game manager as it was. They just had an effective scheme against him and put him in a lot of uncomfortable positions. So I agree. I agree. And again, I just, I asked that because Cam, like, again, Cam was the favorite punching bag mm. for everyone when he said that. And it was like, when he first said it, you got it. I got it. And we was on the show like, well, well, he's not wrong. He's you know wrong, what I'm saying? Right? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But dog got a point. But um, but yeah, so it, but anywho, back to the Super Bowl. Well, real quick, if you think about it, think context matters, and people don't always look for the context. They look for whatever is topically there. Think back to when um oh my goodness. Oh uh Skip Bayless. Posted something. It was some team. Not the oh, Demar Hamlin thing. Demar Hamlin exactly, thing. and how right, right. the context of what he said there's like I don't. There's no problem with what he said, but everybody was all up in arms or anything. Uh, that, yeah. yeah, exactly. Or even and all he said was, "There's simply no way these players can continue." That's literally what he said. But again, context. <laughs> People want to hear what they want to hear. We'll talk about it a little bit more in big deal, no thing when we get to uh, one of the topics there. But context matters, people. So. We'll move forward, but um, in the middle of everything, we, we we did get an email, so let's go ahead and... You've got mail. Gotta give a big, huge, special shout-out to Ariel Brown in sending an email. Um, in last Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can go back and edit that, matter of fact. No, no, keep, no, 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 let's stay, no, let's keep this, please. As we were... Are we now? Yeah, definitely. Okay, keep going, please, please. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Ariel's email says, shout out to Usher. I want neither to win but Usher. LOL, Ariel. First of all, <laughs> thank you for the first time email Ariel with the show. But she alluded to uh, some questions that were asked during the Super Bowl with who you're going for and what do you, who are you interested in winning. She didn't care anything about the football. She wanted to see Usher. She was very clear with that. She was team Usher. And I think she actually is the greatest winner of all because Usher smashed during halftime. I absolutely loved that show from start to finish. I was bopping. I was jumping. I was enjoying myself. Um, Usher won the Super Bowl, man. What are your thoughts on Usher's Super Bowl halftime performance? 
outside of the um like the stripper or the 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 adult dancer falling or something or kind of having that little snafu and i think he might have had one roller skating snafu but it was flawless bro the plan to the execution to what came out as far as the production it was flawless um shout out to uh dj blaze Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast and, and all of that radio show podcast. But uh, Amy twenty two, she pointed it out. A lot of gems in the Super Bowl. She said uh, in his performance, he was paying homage to a lot of Super Bowl performers. Um, now this is this is like y'all got to tune in today's show to really get the full grasp. But nevertheless, shout out for the free promo. But. Uh, came out with, I guess, something on his left chest, some kind of glitter or some kind of symbol on his left chest of one of his early outfits. Mm-hmm. O to Janet Jackson. Um, had the glove situation, ended up taking off one of the gloves. Is it Michael Jackson? Uh, and again, this is according to Amy 22. And then whatever, you know what I mean? Wormhole she was down. <laughs> but because uh, I, 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 I give her all of the credit in the world. I, that's my source. You know what I mean? Right, but right, 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 right. I don't know where she got it from. But anyways, you don't know they, said her the her, <laughs> they, they said the her thing, the her situation, the guitar solo was an ode to Prince. Mm. All right. um, of course, I'm, I'm sure that you saw, but the uh, stepping on the that circle, circular Illuminati stage and then having that go into the seven o'clock out of nowhere whenever he was doing... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Nice and slow. So it was uh it was flawless. The the speed of it was perfect. Like right. as a DJ, mm-hmm. whenever I'm, you know, in one of those type of vibes or environments where I gotta get in and get out of a song, that's essentially how it is. I play the the notable part of the song or the record, get on, on out and get next. to the next. And it was it was you know what I mean? It was nice. It was nice. Very good show. Um could have done without the PDA. Mm. you know what i mean so that's one thing that be easy and them didn't bring up or, or cover but I'm, a, I'm gonna include it in my email to them this week but the pda with the platonic uh, here's the thing I know it's performance. Anytime, that's just performances anytime performance. you get a meme out of something that you've done you did it right. <laughs> right. And there's me oh, talking saying, about the. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent. The ex- saying, it, it, yeah. yeah. You won. You did what it was supposed to do. Exactly. I think, I think Swiss recognizes that as well, to be honest. Like, that's why, you know what I'm saying? He's like, all right. And then at the end of the day, he got millions of dollars. That's his old lady. So, but I saw a meme that says your, uh, your old lady and her work husband be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. It's, it seemed like they wanted to put that out before the game ended. I saw a couple of choices. See, and here, but here's the thing: we know who Usher is. I mean, let's just let's just be honest. It ain't like he's oh, okay. he's been okay. around for he thirty years. Grace. He doesn't get that grace. You're saying no, no, Usher does this. He's gonna be up on right. people, old lady, and he's not gonna care too much about it. Um, you still good, but dang good, good. Like it is what it is. Like it's it's Usher, baby. You know what I mean? I see what you did there. Nah, listen, it's on a different okay, screen. Okay. <laughs> different screen. <laughs> but nonetheless, overall the, the show was good. Dog did what he's supposed to do. Um I, I love the way that it's become like, okay, yeah, you, you you can come do it, but essentially it's gonna be doing it for free. You're not getting paid to do it. But again, the, the promotional ability and the access. Right. Um, to me, it seems like it's just that that piece 
is publicized more and more each year now. Because I don't think they gave like Michael Jackson a million dollars or anything like that either. You know what I mean? Or or this is the thing. This is the thing. Because you got big corporations at hand too. So around the time, like let's say for instance that Michael did it, maybe mm-hmm. Pepsi gave him a bag and they sponsored the halftime right. show or something like that. You know what I mean? Right. So it's becoming more publicized I honestly believe so that they cannot have to spend that money towards paying people and it becomes as inflation continues to climb. Exactly. And people yesterday's price is not today's. Exactly. But think about it like this. It's still at the end of the day, it's still a value. If people are paying five, six, seven, eight, ten million dollars for 30 seconds and a minute worth of commercials, you have 16 to 17 minutes of uninterrupted attention of the entire country. And you uh, I mentioned it several probably a couple of years ago at this point on the show shout out to carolina sports talk been around three years we out here but um in living color they were the ones that completely changed the halftime show for the super bowl when they when they had their separate show saying yo halftime is so boring you come and check us out and how many million x amount of millions of people swapped over and they literally in the bottom of the count i can remember like it was yesterday watching it with my family where they they had the countdown in the bottom of the screen to show when kickoff was going to be for the second half. You could sit there and be entertained. And when they realized, yo, this is something we could be really taking more or better of an event, it revamped and completely changed the entirety of the halftime show. So I want to put a challenge out there. Go for it. This includes a free bag of swag, free swag, um, all of the DJ high-star merchandise that I can give you as well. Mm. But whoever out there in listener land can email us and let us know what episode that was when we originally introduced the fact, you know what I mean, that fun fact mm. with regards to the halftime show, you can have everything, including this Claflin hoodie. Wow. And a Claflin hoodie? I might go back and find it. For <laughs> yeah, the LB designed this, right? The uh, LB designed this. Shout out to the good bros. But yeah, no, um, Super Bowl, Super Bowl halftime show definitely did what it had to do. Um, the Super Bowl itself did not help themselves with a, any of the tinfoil hat community. Mm. Uh, shout out to Darlene Connors, Taylor Swift, Roy Rage, Andy <laughs> Reid. I mean, we could we just shout out a lot of things right now. What do we? Because again, this was a this was a while ago, so we're not necessarily recapping. But I do want to take some takeaways from that game, though. Let me ask you this. This is now his third Super Bowl in four years. Um, he Which person are we talking about? Darlene Connor. He being Darlene Connor, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Is he a top five quarterback of all time in the NFL? Um, put it like um, this. He's top 10. I can't, I, I, I can't on this spot with with good faith and confidence say like yeah he is top five or whatever like that even though my prisoner of the moment stuff wants to Mm -hmm. i i know for a fact again i can't i can't be a prisoner of the moment but yeah he's top 10 he's he's of course um head and shoulder above his class okay so it's like i don't ever want to conflate what he's doing amongst his peers Versus like what he would do versus against the rest of the field. Okay. If that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Like, um, athlete or athletic things that we, you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, you know, no, no. I, I just, it, I just think it's too. <laughs> are soon you trying to talk it. yourself? I don't want to qualify it at all. I don't want to qualify it. I'm about to say, are you trying to talk yourself into it or out of it at this point? <laughs> uh, even when I started thinking athletics, I think still that it's contextual to the time period that you're in. In other words, like, yes, LeBron is a freakish athlete right now, but Sean Kemp for his time was crazy. It was no, I'm not saying he was LeBron. But I'm just saying, like, his time to me, context matters. Like, right now you got, you know, all of the fastest quarterbacks in the world. But when Michael Vick was around, it was like, no, this guy for uh, his era does that. Now, you know I, what I'm saying? I, and I don't even want to get into this conversation, but I'm going to get into it anyway. LeBron James like, is the greatest athlete that the National Basketball Association has ever seen. And I don't like the guy. Cold take. I don't like him, but I will say cold that take. hands down, great. I hear you, cold take. Uh, cold pizza. But like, I don't like him, but he is absolutely the greatest athlete of, of any generation in the, yeah. in the NBA, period. Hands and it's, down. it's able to be proven, in other words. You it's know what I mean? Scientifically. So, yeah. You know what I mean? To play at the age and the and the level that he is, the sustainability, like, nah, that's, that's not even a thing for me. But as far as Patrick Mahomes, I am going to say that he is top five of all times. Um, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm definitely impressed. I, I, I think that there that fatigue factor is there, similar to Michael and the Bulls in the '90s, to LeBron always. That fatigue's like almost sick of it. taking their accomplishments for granted. Absolutely, um, but it, it it has to be it has to be said that in, in five years or in four years he has won three Super Bowls, and he is young. He still has an amazing team, a great coach around him, and I don't see him slowing down. I would not be surprised. If even much to the chagrin of the rest of the National Football League, if he passes Tom Brady in total Super Bowl quarterbacks wins, I can see it. It was um, one of the racially ambiguous um, podcast, Black History Month. Uh, one of the racially ambiguous pod, um, broadcasters, like Nick Wright, or uh, or just a dark-skinned white person, like Nick Wright or Dan <laughs> Levitard. Um, but one of them said, uh, <laughs> Dad is very yeah, Mexican American, Cuban American, or whatever he is. <laughs> dark skin, oh, the dark skin white people. Black Go History ahead. Month, man. But um, one of them made a great point, and they were like, I see, or if, now that I think about it, it might have just been Marcellus. But, anyways, ah, one of them said, yeah. so, <laughs> the dark skin white people. Racially ambiguous too. Dark skin but, white um, people. Go ahead. <laughs> they said, I've seen Patrick Mahomes win. A Super Bowl with like in his best playing year, mm-hmm. but I've just witnessed him win in his worst playing year. Something along those lines. I'm paraphrasing. Okay. So they essentially are saying they seen him win through the, the adversity of this year, and that's a statement in itself. Because re- remember, halfway through the season, well, my knock on the well, both of our knock on the Kansas, we like, oh, we got these guys figured out, but nobody could figure it out, you know, uh, to stop them at least from winning the Super Bowl. But see, this felt very Brady-esque to me in regards to the early years of Brady where he played just enough to get done what needed to be done and let the defense carry him. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. Without, okay. without yeah, Frank that, Clark. Unsung heroes, definitely. Without Frank Clark, the Kansas City Chiefs do not win that Super Bowl. Or Chris um, Jones. Exactly, absolutely. And so, like, without that defense, they're they're nothing. So... Um, shout out to the total team win for them this year. At the end of the day, it's a ring on his finger, and and then it goes. Also, go ahead. To your point, it's the third year of the show. It's 
the third time we're going through this, man, but it, it still it still feels as new as anything else. But the season went by so fast. I just remember <laughs> Kansas City and Detroit playing each other. At the beginning of the year. Picking that game apart. Mm-hmm. And a couple of gambles and bets a couple weeks later, and it's Super Bowl. You know what I mean? You blink. Listen, time flies. Right. Having fun, man. Speaking of having fun. Go ahead. Might as well cue this up real quick. Hot take. Okay, let's get it. Get the button to work. It's hot. Hot takes. The gambling sites will cause a. Um, the gambling sites that are out there right now is sponsoring all of these podcasts and stuff like that are going to cause another class of gambler. The hyper gambler. We already have the super gamblers and stuff out there, but it's going to be the death of America. I got to make it hot. Cold takes. Ah, yo, you, so you're saying we're in the Babylonian man. times right now? Absolutely. You already admitted to that? Yes. Oh, man. When, Come on, listen, man. When Trump wins the presidency in November, you'll realize just how true that statement is, my boy. Right. Well, listen, Negro, you were waiting to say cold takes. <laughs> I'm Black Cold History takes. Month to me. I know. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I really wish I, uh, again, sh- hey, I get this at this point. This is what third time. Shout out to the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast, available wherever your podcasts are free 99. But I wish I had the, uh, and this is your Black History Month, like facts with the drums. I wish I had that right now because that would absolutely be it for us. But we're talking about having fun, man. Free agency is one of my most favorite times of the year because teams like, our Carolina Panthers, who have no hope, have no hope, can slightly get a little bit of hope with some of these yeah. players floating around. We do know that you just mentioned it, defensive tackle Chris Jones of the Chiefs, who was such a pinnacle part of that Super Bowl run. He is kind of the top list of some of the notable free agents coming up this season. Um, anybody, I don't know if you had a chance to dig into it, but any of the free agents kind of stick out to you? Anybody you think could be up for grabs for the Panthers. You know, like T Higgins is available out there. There's some talks that uh, your man um, out of Tampa Bay might be available. Who are you thinking? Um, Chris? No, uh, big body wide Mike. receiver. Mike Evans. Mike? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they won't. I don't. Well, they might pick him. They might be able to get him because of the uh, division. But Right. If and just really, one to play Tampa twice a year. Yeah, if you got any animosity verse against like Tampa Bay and want to kind of stick it to them but yeah no um yeah mike mike definitely stands out for carolina specifically mm-hmm. we need we need a football mind in the front office but also we need the unsexy you remember that time period where god bless the dead marion barber just passed didn't he i believe so yeah Okay, so when they had the dual, but when Dallas had the dual backfield, I want to say with Marion Barbara and um, uh, I can't remember his other name, but they were like meticulously each year, like the top offensive linemen, mm-hmm. come on over here, right? And they just, they really, really Drafting did the work for like three mm-hmm. or four years, end up having like three, three, four offensive linemen pro bowlers for like five to six seven years or whatever like that like that's what carolina needs to do i think health aside when we get healthy our backfield is, as far as our secondary we're stacked the linebacker core we're good 
and got veterans there and then we got veterans young veterans then we got veterans on the d-line as well so it's like you gotta address the unsexy stuff whoever whoever got um butker and then did you say it was us that first got butker who was it that got butker harrison butker harrison we drafted him we drafted right, Harrison right. Bucker and then released him after camp after a battle um, with... Uh, with Panero? No, no, no. no, no. Oh, no with, um, with Gano. With, with Graham Gano, correct. Right. So, like, picks like that, though, and but not not in the draft, though. I'm saying, like, right now, while we... The free agency. People, a lot of those big names do not want to come to Charlotte and LaMelo ball this thing out and be like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna turn the city around. No, no, no. I'm just so we need some no names or some quote unquote wash people that are that have like incentive to prove themselves over again in other words so a couple of things the mike evans thing I, at first i just was like yeah no nah, mike's not coming here but then i thought about it our new head coach was working with him in tampa last season so there is that connection there a little tt but you also mentioned another uh unsexy position but Maybe some notable names. The top free agency, uh, top tackle, the top tackle in free agency is Tyron Smith from the Dallas Cowboys, um, followed by Trent oh, Brown man. from the New England Patriots, and Mike Onyue, also a Patriots tackle. So um, even Makai Becton with the Jets. There are some really quality tackles out there in free agency that could possibly be on the move. I think that that's something that we can, you know, Honestly, take a look at you talk about players who may be, quote unquote, washed. I don't think this player is washed. I know that he is old as dirt, but I think that he in the style that he plays is exactly what I would love to see free agent to be Derrick Henry with the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, I would not mind. Well, it's to been see. a good show, y'all. Huh? It's been a good show, y'all. All right. So, y'all next week. I like it, though. But like, but, go ahead, go ahead, finish up with it. Though. So, that, but like, even at the running back position, we we struck out last year. But there are a lot of potential free agent running backs, and a lot of them are young. Now, he's not one of the young ones, but Saquon is a, is potentially coming out there. Josh Jacobs, um, 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 Tony Pollard, who I really like, Austin Eckler. We already had a player of his caliber there and didn't know what to do with him. Let's get somebody else in there and ruin his career too. <laughs> Who's the most durable out of those that you just named? I'd go Derrick Henry. Huh? I'd say Derrick Henry. Right. And he normally doesn't turn it up until like after like the first four games, five games of the season as mm-hmm. well, though. But no, nah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, Big Cliff, <laughs> there's no optimism with me right now with the Carolina. Zero. Players, so you can say everything you want. <laughs> Listen, and I was talking like about they gotta they gotta show and prove and they have to now they they've added this on, they've added this burden on to themselves, bro. But they gotta be entertaining now. All right, y'all played around with the fans long enough. Now you got to be good and entertaining. Now you got to draw us to the stadium. Give me a reason to spend my money with you. I had this conversation. I shot it to my dog, Taylor, man. Um, Me and Taylor were talking. He's a Panthers fan. Um, He's like, dog, what you think we going to do? I was like, I don't know. He's like, man, you ain't got no hope. None. Zero faith. Zero hope. No anticipation. Zero expectation. Other than us to be suck and trash. I won't go to a game. I don't plan to spend any money with the Panthers. Um, I'm one that they're going to have to win back. I am one who says, show me. 
And until then, you can call it what it is. I'm still a Panthers fan. I've decided I won't give up my fandom as I wanted to. I'm just not paying them the money. Pay them no money or no mind. Are you still holding the umbrella up? Yes, with the with the upset exactly. frown face. Exactly. Like can't nobody can nobody else like, talk about my team. That's my team, man. That's my team, man. <laughs> Come on, it's pouring. Come on. Come on. Man. Exactly. But Come yeah, on. no, can't nobody else talk trash about them, but I'm a drag them every chance I get. But nonetheless, we're gonna move off of football because until, you know, August, September. Cue <sighs> the voice and then you're right. Man. How do I but there was some celebration, and I guess it is time to start paying attention to basketball as it was All Star Weekend. As we, as if we didn't already pay attention. Nah, yeah. <laughs> okay, keep telling on yourself, man. Listen, hey, I mean, but you're open about it. Yeah, you're open about I'm it. I'm about to tell on myself. I've been telling. I didn't watch football for the first thirteen. All, all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay. Sports show, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, forget all of these sports. <laughs> yo, you, yo, you expect me to actually watch sports to talk about it? Who do you, right. think, <laughs> who do you think I am? I am. <laughs> yo, shout out to my boy. Don't forget my boy. All right. All right. Hey, hey, yo. All right. But uh, listen, now is the time that we typically, I, if we're going, if I got to keep it specific and keep it funky, typically turn my attention to basketball is All Star Weekend. But. Mm-hmm. I wanted. I do want to have a conversation about it. Before we get into it, let's talk a little bit. Of, uh, I, I will give you the highlights that the actual All Star Game itself was held on Sunday. Uh, the MVP of the game was Mr. Dame Lillard for the East, with the final score being two hundred and eleven points to one hundred and eighty six in the two thousand twenty four NBA All Star Games. Uh, we do know that also uh, Mac McClung won the All Star Game. I mean, uh, excuse me. Hold on, the Matt McClung won the slam dunk contest. Yeah. Uh, and like overall, it, it just feels like all-star weekend is a burden to them. And, and they just don't really want to be there. Um, the commissioner was filmed and recorded and was talking about how he'd had conversations with the players and expect a very different game this year because we are looking to uh, have high performance and high level of effort and whoop, whoop, he had a conversation with the players and they go out and turn out the highest performance or the highest excuse me scoring all-star game in history what are your thoughts on the status and of the all-star game it stinks <laughs> but um, in a roundabout way, say that Paul George and Kobe Bryant ruined the All Star Game. Mm. Like they expound, expound. Aha! Yes, I would. And I, hey, and um, once you finish, a lot of players. I'm once, sorry. once you finish, I'll let you know why LeBron James ruined the slam dunk contest. But go ahead. Oh, oh cold take. Okay, ah! but um, <laughs> cold pizza. Um, so. Kobe, uh, now granted, Paul George's situation was in Olympic play. Mm-hmm. It was in world play, but it still wasn't the business that pays him, if you will, okay. of the NBA regular season or playoffs. Him breaking his leg, but then also um, D-Wade and Kobe's infamous going at it where D-Wade fractured Kobe's nose, gave birth to the black mask mamba mm-hmm. and the mask and all of that stuff. But um, I think also Kobe says some like creepy stuff behind it, like, yeah, I, I love it. I love it or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
after the game was over because they had to play the Heat, the Lakers had to play the Heat, you know, maybe a week after. And when D-Wade was calling with contrition, Kobe was like, yo, stop it, man. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> those guys single-handedly got these guys in their fields in like, you know, uh, Murphy's Law. It's like the more and more you think about something bad happening and going wrong, the more is going to happen. Right. I just saw Micah Parsons, Pakua Nakua, um, some other world-class athlete, an Olympic high jumper, all playing in the celebrity all-star game. And Micah was out there trying to hurt somebody. <laughs> it was his desire. Uh, Nakua, he, uh, he dunked several times on folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Athletes are going to athlete. Like, let's not Ben Simmons out this all-star game and everybody gets scared and, oh, I just, uh, I'm just nervous. And, you know, where it's mind over matter. But, um, but yeah, that, that was my first takeaway. The, the inflated um, scoring is indicative of that. Luka and players like Luka or um, Jokic, Luke. they really kind of, uh. yeah, they really kind of stick it to the, to the proverbial man whenever it's all-star time every year they just uh, huh what oh yeah okay oh, oh you want me to play and it's wild because the league is you can see that the nba is not happy they 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 have done certain things like i said the, the commissioner goes and tries to talk to the players they say oh well we'll reduce the amount of pre-game stuff and even media availability and they're, they're genuinely trying to get the best opportunity even changing the score scores and the uh like the, with the i get it it's trash and they need to start over um i will say that the pro bowl this year we i think we did i know we didn't i don't think we talked about it um the pro bowl this year i liked the new format with the skills and and how it was formatted it was a little bit different but i enjoyed it it seems like we're in a transitional period where so much of what has not been working they're trying to revamp and redo the all-star game has to happen um, you, you said it's a cold take, but I will still mention it that LeBron not participating in a slam dunk contest has ruined it because now none of the other stars. There's no reason LeBron shouldn't have been in it. There's no reason that John Morant, Anthony Edwards, hello, but because he didn't do it, now these other world class dunkers aren't there, and uh, and we got cats who aren't even in the league winning. A G leaguer is out here winning the the dunk contest, man. And no year after year, right? Repeat champ. But is it them or their um, representation, do you feel? Yes. <laughs> yes, it's the best, it's the best Absolutely. that. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, it's, it's trash, and the NBA needs to be careful because they are in a position where they, if not gained, they are holding on to some of the momentum that they had picked up because for a long time they were, they were in jeopardy, then they got a little bit more, and then Kobe kind of left, and things was like, oh, and then it started picking. So – Steph Curry, right? Yeah, but here's the thing. Even with, like, Steph saying him, Dre, and Clay are going to retire as Warriors, that's sooner than later. We're we're, we're on the closer end of that. Exactly. And so as we get ready to move on to the next generation, who are the next generation of stars? You got your jaws out there. Luka is going to be around for a while. And even... um, What's a seven foot thirty two uh, inch uh, Slim Reaper dude um, out of San Antonio? Stretch Armstrong. Golly, I can't think of the Frenchman's name. Wendy, bro. Wendy, relax. Yeah. Victor Wembanyama. 
Um, and so you got cats like that. that for the are, audience, um, I was holding out on purpose. For yeah, audience. that's what he did. Uh, so we oh, got. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right, Mr. Kinko. All right. Uh, I'm gonna start putting it in the comments. I'm gonna put it in the chat. It's you and ass. Uh, you know what? Do that, sir. It's, it's called tough love, Big Cliff. It's I, called tough love. That's what it is. I can't keep. I, I can't keep giving. I appreciate no, I appreciate that curly cue. But as we continue on, it's like we've got some stars who are, you know what I mean, in the position where they may I, elevate to be able, but I don't see any of them other with the exception of Ja, who can't stay either healthy or out of trouble. I can't see any of them really carrying a league like that. I wanted to bring this up also though. So it, I think um the other thing that bit the NBA in the backside this year was the energy spent to draw attention and eyes to the in-season tournament. Mm. Okay, boom. Give them incentive similar to the MLB All-Star game, right? Give the in-season tournament incentive and pay them money. But mm-hmm. then All-Star game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. We gotta, oh, we got to do the All-Star. All-Star game this year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? The in-season tournament so, was their All-Star this year, essentially. Exactly, exactly. So they, um, they tried some new innovative stuff on Friday night. Um, celebrity game team Shannon won, but a few cool things that they did there that was kind of rock and jock esque. Um, had a four point line, then they also had because it was an LED floor mm-hmm. filled with all of these LED lights, they had a LED star with a face, uh, with Shannon's face in it, and then an LED star that had Stephen A's face in it, mm-hmm. and doing a a particular period of time, like maybe three or four minutes each half, the star was on, you know, their respective side of the, the floor with that their team was on. And if you shot from that spot, now the spot moved because of the LED floor, so it was different shots. But if you shot from that spot, it was six points. And then um, the other thing that was, it was kind of cool, I can't front, uh, they had a ruffles crunch time button. So each captain or coach could hit this crunch time button once each half. And for two minutes straight, all the points are doubled. Mm. Two pointers, four, three pointers is six. And then the four pointers that I aforementioned is eight points. But the funny thing was you could tell that the celebrities were neither coached to do this nor educated on any of this stuff. <laughs> so like, the commentators like are trying to like educate in real time. Yo, yo, hit this button. Right. See what that does. Let's see what this exactly. Kind of like San Francisco in the overtime rules, uh, the new overtime rules during the Super Bowl. <sighs> yeah, we talked about the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we didn't get analytical today with the Super Bowl, bro. Yeah, Thank nah. You. Listen, I, I, I ain't got it in me, bro. That, that, that was just deflating. But nonetheless, I, I, I do. I would like to see more innovation like that. I am still uncertain how i feel about the led floors like even watching it during a slam dunk contest it's like eh. it's all good till somebody has a seizure let's just say what it is let's call it what it is man it's all good till somebody epilepsy or something like that goes to a game or plays in one and you find out too late what bro what are you talking about man hitting the flow uh, but we're going to move on, stay into the hardwood, but going over to the college side, definitely, definitely got to give a shout out to the Gamecocks of South Carolina, both the men and the women, primarily the women, we'll start there, 
currently sitting atop the SEC with a record of 25-0. and 0. Uh, I think this is the third or fourth consecutive season that they have started 25-0, and 0, uh, 12-0 and 0 in conference. The men's team climbed as high as number 11 in the country prior to losing two straight. Two tough ones, too. They lost in Auburn, who everybody seems to be losing down there in um, that in that gym. But the, the Gamecock men are primed, and I think uh, think that they will be making some noise in the NCAA tournament. So just definitely want to give a shout-out to those two teams there in Columbia doing their thing also. Uh, staying in the hardwood, though, moving on to the high school side, I want to give some shout-out to... Hey, yo! But go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> the hardwood? I was just staying in the hardwood. I just saw I'm being childish. I'm sorry. I haven't seen you in a while. Had I said staying I on, I could have seen that, but I said staying in. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. That was a stretch. That was a stretch. Pause. That was a stretch. <laughs> yeah, so. Exactly. You got it. So, pause. Uh, high school basketballs. I- See, see, see what you've done now. Now it's just flowing at this point. It's cool basketball. Because <laughs> there's a bunch to go around. But uh, I want to give a shout out, a special shout out to several programs uh, throughout the state. Friends of the program, coaches who have been on the show. Uh, starting off with the South Point girls. Uh, they made it into the third round of the uh, South Carolina High School League playoffs. Unfortunately, as we are recording, I do have to report that they have lost. Uh, they lost to Riverside in a score of 63 to 61. Um, sound effects? No, no sound effects. You got too much love for them. Oh my yes, gosh! Yes, yes, no. Oh my god! Not even. Bruh. I'm not doing the stallions like that. No, I won't. Because listen, here's why I won't do that, bro. When I read the score, I saw the score. I didn't get a chance to go to the game tonight, and when I read that, my heart broke because there was no doubt in my mind that they were going to win a state championship. That team has been littered all season with talent. You've been, you've been lamenting it all year. They were locked in and, and Zion Hennett, um, she's a sophomore guard, um, comes off of the bench. The look that that young lady had in her eyes. I literally, as she checked out and uh, was checking back into the game at their last home game, I said, Zion, that look you have in your eyes, I love it. Because she is she was locked in defensively. She's, again, a bench player, but came off of the bench and hit, like, two big threes, had, like, three steals, and just, they as a team, they were collectively locked in. I definitely am going to have to check out, I guess, the box score once it's finally released and see exactly what happened in that loss. Um, the boys' team at South Point also lost to Riverside. Not quite as close, not quite as high expectations. I think their score was 42-7 at the half. Um, but nonetheless, that, that that's a huge loss for the Stallions team. Um, and, and seniors like Starr, um, who was all-state, all-region player of the year, all-region throughout the season. And for them to have lost two games all year, man, just definitely shout-out to the Stallions. But the military magnet Eagles from Charleston, South Carolina, again, friends of the show, Coach Danny has been on to um, – on the show with us, they took down Allendale Fairfax, who was previously 16 and one on the season. Final score of 54 to 29. So they will be going over to lower state championships in Florence. Uh, Crestwood girls, Coach Coach Bridget Richardson, uh, friend of the show, was on a couple uh, early in the season when she first got the job and talking about that team and what their expectations were, and she has exceeded expectations. Uh, tomorrow she has a third round matchup where her girls will be taking on Darlington, um, a team that they've actually beat twice. So we definitely want to give a you huge... Remember that she was so humbly confident? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and listen, and she I was like, like, nah, we're going, 
we're going to take the competition. I mean, but don't don't put that out. We're, we'll, we'll take them with it. <laughs> but to see, like, they, they starting the season, they, they had some ups and downs. But um, the, the girls seem to be locked in, and they're very respondent to the coaching. Um, it's apparent that they play hard for their coach, and they, and they love – the the instruction that she gives and they carry out what she wants and they execute for her and so i love to see that they are doing well and i hope to see them as well uh in florence where the lower state upper state and state championships will be held this season another shout out to the lancaster high bruins uh they are making some noise also into the third round. And even Wilson High School down in Florence versus Ridgeview. Ridgeview at one point throughout the season was ranked by ESPN as the sixth highest or sixth best high school boys team in the country. Uh, and they're taking on a Wilson squad that is incredible, playing some good ball under coach down there as well. And then shout out to Westwood, who actually served Ridgeview their last or their first victory of the uh, excuse me, first loss of the season taking on from the low country, James Island, man. So just a couple of notable games and, and shot, shout outs and spotlights through some really, really great, great basketball being played here in the state of South Carolina. Uh, now yours truly will have the privilege of doing some announcing uh, down in Florence for the semifinals and ultimately for the finals. And so I'm going to see if we can't get some of the coaches to give us some interviews over at Crux Media Studios in Florence, South Carolina, which does remind me and let me know that kind of remind you all, if you are interested in starting your own podcast, make sure you're checking out Crux Media for all of your options, man, because if you ain't rocking with the best, man, you, you, you ain't really doing a whole bunch. So nonetheless, it's Crux Chris Media Lytel, Studios. baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. Diaper dandy. <laughs> But uh, we're going to get ready to get up out of here. But before we do, it's everybody's favorite segment. That's a big deal. That ain't no thing. Big deal, no thing. You know the segment. We give you sports headlines and tell you if it's a big deal or no thing. First up, the NCAA college football rankings have come out. And there are some notable players with high rankings. But big deal or no thing, DJ High Star? Yes. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers, Sway. I'll go with I'll go with big big deal. That's a big deal. That's a big deal. I say the same. Why do you say? Um it, now do you have any of the like rings like top five or anything like that? Yeah, and, and yes, and that's actually part of what uh I wanted to discuss my um mm-hmm. To discuss my, to say why I was, Lord, I can't even talk. See, it's really yeah, tough. Yeah, yeah. Travis Hunter was the third highest ranked quarter, excuse me, second highest ranked player on the game with a 97 overall. Um, but they also have Shadour ranked as a 95 overall and as a quarterback position. So to me, that's a big deal for. What that mean? What's that, what that mean? You remember, you remember our college days. It just mean, or like even if you're playing with that, like when you play certain people with 2K and they just, for whatever reason, playing with the Kings. Mm. You know what I mean? They, they know something that we don't. Like this is going to be one of the favorite teams for people to play with. Yeah, listen, and and everybody is going to uh, be playing with them as well because if he gets the defense that I think that he's going to get. Um, it, it it's it's gonna be a wrap for a lot of folks out there uh, playing the Colorado squad. They ain't gonna be able to do them like they did them this year. But um, shout out to our dog uh, uh, Puck that got the uh, offer from Colorado, Mister Donovan Murph. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Son of the United States Murph. 
But uh, yeah, shout out to our little pup out there, man, little bro. Listen, that call from but here's the thing: he's so he's got the offer to Colorado, but he's got a a slew of oh, yeah. offers coming. Here he is, so free, if you will, a, 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 a cornucopia. What was the uh, the name all of the right, the, okay, the, all right. the <laughs> what was the name of the the the, 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 the word you said? That me when me you were on uh DJ Blaze uh but I, I forgot where I even got that word from. I cacophony. I got it from you. Cacophony? Huh? No. It was yeah, it was no no no. It was yeah, I, I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah, but nonetheless, he got a whole bunch of offers. <laughs> but we're yeah, gonna definitely exactly. have to have him on an interview as well. But um I think it's a big deal. First of all, that EA Sports is releasing the NCAA game again, because it's like you mentioned, back when we was in school. That and Madden was like that, bro. So I'm excited to see what the college football looks like coming back from ES, EA Sports as well. Next up, a lot of our introduction to Oregon. Oh, a lot, absolutely. Because who was watching and, the Ducks um, before I that? Just wanted to real quick because I the only thing I did was ask you what the who the top five ranking was or whatever. But oh, do you um, want wanted that? to say big deal? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say big deal because it's. it's we are starting to see the marriage of the NIL mm-hmm. and the products that, that, you know what I mean, it puts out. Of course, yeah, you see um, a quarterback on a local Cadillac commercial, but mm-hmm. there's a little bit different, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and for your, just for our viewers, uh, viewers listeners, because we're not on live, uh, Ollie Gordon, uh, 99 rating, Travis Hunter, 97, Quinn Ewers, quarterback, Texas, 96 rating, Harold Perkins, 95 rating, and then number five, Shadur Sanders, 95. So, Who is that? Who's number one? Who is that? Ollie Gordon, running back, I want to say out of Nebraska. Let me double check. But okay. I, I do know he's a, a running oh. back. I wonder if he's kin to Melvin. Mm. I would not be surprised if he was. Yeah. Ollie Gordon, Oklahoma State. I was incorrect. Oklahoma State running back. Okay. But yeah, um, nonetheless, it, the game's going to be fire. I'm looking forward to it. It's exciting. Next up, Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are 3 and 7 since Doc Rivers took over as head coach. Big deal or no thing? No thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. You want to shock the world? Let me find out we're two for two. Nah, nah. that ain't no thing. <laughs> I am saying, but I'm going to say why my reason, and you can let us know. I say no, that ain't no thing, because I knew it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Doc Rivers is the greatest fleece artist in the history of basketball. This dude is not a great coach anymore. Like, he won a chip with Boston, but I'm pretty sure that at that point, it was because he had the big three, and them boys was just nice. And anybody didn't nobody know how to stop them, but Doc has not been a great coach. He has not won or met expectations or exceeded expectations since then. I, it's not a big deal to me because I knew it was coming. When they signed him, I released the graphic that said, Breaking news, the Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated from the playoffs. And I ex- fully expect that to be the truth coming soon. Your thoughts. Uh, yes, uh, similar to what you said, but, uh, you said something important as well. Boston situation, his Boston days had a stack team right now, got a stack team. It's a lot of autopilot going on. Um, I think I heard whispers or stories about Pat Beverly having the clipboard in his hand. Or something. <laughs> so it's, 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 it's wild over there right now, but also, um, 
So as far as Doc Rivers history, we got Orlando, right? Mm-hmm. Was Orlando his first job, maybe? I, I want to so. say. Mm-hmm. Orlando, Boston, Philly, and then LA Clippers, and now Minnesota. Or Philly and LA Clippers might be interchangeable, but nevertheless, now Minnesota or whatnot. So to your point, it's like this guy always finds a job. He's always going to get a gig. It was real grimy. Like he commits to the ESPN thing. Then you're a consultant for the Bucks. Then you end up being the coach after they fire Adrian Griffin. So it was a bunch of weird stuff going on with that. But the other reason I say no, uh, what we say? No thing. Nothing. Yep. Is they continue to slide or continue to trend the way that they are. They're currently number three. Cleveland and Boston is number one. Cleveland is number two. They continue to slide, baby. Yeah. I, listen. You know who did to take that number three spot? Go, New York. Go, New York. Go. How did I not see that this coming? Man, man. I'm not hating. I'm just stating. You know who the biggest winner is? You know who just has got to be the biggest winner in all of this right now with as much losing as they're doing? Just sitting pretty someplace, collecting a check, grinning. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. With all the losing that, who's doing? The Bucks. Adrian Griffin, easily. I was just about to, I told you, hold on, but yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> to say, uh, but y'all wanted to get rid of me to put him in my right. seat because I couldn't so was the gain the right. trust of my star. He got all they trust. And how's that working out for you? Nonetheless, yeah. moving on. Big deal, no thing. Final topic of the afternoon uh, or evening or night. Prime time, the prime effect. Deion Sanders left JSU with an $800,000 bill. Big deal or no thing? No thing. Nah, that ain't no thing. I'm going the same way with you. Nah, that ain't no thing. For those who may have missed it, as part of a decision that was made when Deion Sanders was the coach, they pulled out of a classic that they had typically been in for historically several years prior, but he financially just said to go down here, bring all the players, all the band, all of us. It, it costs us more than what we get. It's not lucratively, you know, good or financially beneficial for us. As an institution, he pulled out of the five-year agreement three years in. They The school then sued Johnson Smith or Johnson Jackson State University for $1.3 million, and they settled for the $800,000. Um, I say it's no thing because although they paid the 800000 as a settlement um, even long after he's gone, they far exceeded that in revenue with what he was able to bring in. Um, we talked about context mattering earlier in the show. And in a discussion with my dog, shout out to Ty Cons on uh, Facebook, Ty said, yeah, but if he hadn't never done it, they wouldn't have had the bill. But yeah, he came in and they wouldn't have had that money to pay that bill had he not come. He left that institution in a far greater position than when he went there. And as a result, their enrollment alone in his first year rose 27%. And in his second year, 40%. If you think about a four-year average on what those returns ultimately mean, even if you have an attrition of about 7 to 10% of those individuals leaving because he left, you still have an increase that is way superseding any of this $800,000 and or even if they had to pay that four or five more times. And so to me, it's no thing. The financials make sense. You can't make money without spending money. Scared money don't make no money. And so ultimately, I, I really feel like 
nothing ventured, nothing gained. They're in a better position as a result of where Prime left them. So, yeah, the final point that you made definitely was going to be one of my um, one of my points. Um, Dion, when he got there, introduced a lot of those people to a new mindset. Respectfully, um, Jackson State was at a certain level, still prestigious in its own right and in its own world, but he put them on a different stage when he got there. Invisibility. So like you said, the recouping of that money has definitely been there 10 times over. Not to mention, y'all done took my Cuban and my watch. <laughs> I didn't forget about that. You know what I'm saying? Take it out that. <laughs> and, um, and then, but what, what you said ultimately, like, with him introducing them to a new mindset, a lot of the numbers that he was just talking, some of them wasn't even familiar with that type of stuff. You know, we gonna go down there, we gonna spend this type of money for the kids, and then we only gonna get a million dollar check. We ain't doing nothing, you know. And he's breaking down the the financials or the science behind it, and it's like making it plain and making it simple. Then it's like, oh, yeah, okay. Or you know, versus we go out here, we play X Y Z, and we do this and that. I've sold out all of these home games and this and that. And, you know, you count up revenue that way. And then, you know, so I think he introduced them to a new business model or just new business, uh, you know, ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever it comes to money, language of money, as far as like really bringing in those donations to that school mm -hmm. um, and accessing or getting access to funds through relationships. And um, that's something that's invaluable. I mean, yeah, that. You know, in the in the big boy adult world, they got something called good debt and bad debt. And in the grand scheme of things, or you know, proverbially speaking, for this situation, for lack of better terms, this is good debt. In other words, like it's not like you know something that's going to stay with them and loom over their heads. You know, it's, it's not eight hundred thousand per year for so many amount of right. years. It's this right. one time pick it, kick it out, and keep it pushing. Your profile as Jackson State is still elevated from where it was, and you still have been able to reap a lot of benefits um, from Dion coming through there. I think the best way to sum it up is: you think it's small, you got to think big. <laughs> So we get ready to get out of here, but just before we do, we want to give you a Black History Sports moment. I just wanted to spotlight and highlight Jesse Owens. We've all heard the name, um, but what he did transcended uh, athletes and athletics uh, to a whole nother level. In 1936, um, in Berlin, in the height of the Third Reich, um, when Hitler and so many of those others were doing atrocious things in the name of the Aryan race, um, saying how just so much superior they were. Jesse Owens turned that theory completely upside down and winning four gold medals um, in the 100-meter sprint, long jump, the 200-meter, and the 4x100-meter relay. Um, he concreted African Americans as some of the most talented and sh like amazing individuals on the face of the planet in the face of one of the most racist dictators in the history of the world and so um shout out to jesse owens man for setting setting us apart and and, and doing some amazing things and so we appreciate yeah, that and wanted to honor him this afternoon or this evening or tonight whichever one you want to do uh we're getting ready to get out of here man anything you want to holler to people before we go bro uh best of luck to all of them basketball teams that's left 
in the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? And that's going to do it for another episode of Carolina Sports Talk, man. This is your man, Big Cliff. This is DJ Highstar. We appreciate you tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk lock, uh, Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all that at Carolina Sports Talk. Till next time, people, we up out of here. Peace. Wait.